Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Drinks with Allie podcast, where we're talking everything from red, red wine to pina coladas. My name is Allie, and I am your host as always. Today is Wednesday, March 31st. This is episode number 42. We are close, inching so close to episode 50, guys, and that is super duper exciting. Today is a Wine Wednesday show, meaning we are going to break down a specific wine topic. On this show, we will talk all about wines that pair well with our Easter dinners for this weekend, taking the guesswork out of everything that you need to do. So you can just pick something that's on this list and know that everybody's going to be super happy and satisfied with it. So let's jump on in. All right, so the most traditional meal for Easter would be ham, um, at least according to everything that I've researched. Uh, Now, ham is both sweet and salty, which can make it hard to pair, but it also opens us up to all kinds of yummy and kind of unexpected pairings. Um, And pairing ham really depends on the kind of ham that you are serving. So if your ham is savory and smoky, something like a black forest ham or a country cured ham, but the one that isn't glazed, um, so you can, these are apparently very common to find, then you definitely want to look more at medium bodied red wines that are fruitier and have a moderate amount of acidity. So we want to think about wines like New World Pinot Noirs from places like New Zealand, Oregon, Canada, um, California. We could even go Australia uh, or uh, Chile. I don't think they actually grow a lot of Pinot in Chile. It's very early this morning. My brain's not working so well yet. We could go for something like a Zinfandel. Um, again, you're mostly going to find that from California, but they do grow at other places. Grenache-based wines, um, especially like a GSM blend, which is Grenache, Syrah, and Mouverde. Um Spelling those, Grenache, G-R-E-N-A-C-H-E, Syrah, S-Y-R-A-H, and Mouverde, M-O-U-R-V-E-D-R-E. Um, Rhone Valley Reds are a great example of a GSM blend. So the Rhone Valley in France, if you're looking at a red from there, it's most likely, like 99%, going to be a GSM blend of some sort. There are bunches of Italian reds that go well with ham. Everything from Valpolicella, Tempranillo, Nebbiolo, Sangiovese, and Primitivo Negro Amaro blends. Um, so you really have a lot of options when it comes to Italians, Italian reds, if you're looking there. But again, you're looking for like a medium-bodied red. You don't have to go to anything super big. There's also Zweigelt, just spelled Z-W-E-I-G-E-L-T. This is an Austrian red. Um can be a little hard to source, but they are super delicious. I've had a few examples. It grows marginally in 
um, Canada, and I believe also in both Washington and Oregon. But Austria, Austria definitely has some great examples of it. And Dornfelder, which is D-O-R-N-F-E-L-D-E-R, which is a German red. Um, other than sourcing it from Germany, I've only ever seen it be used as a blending grape here in North America. Um, it's a very inky red wine, and uh, lots of people blend it in to give their reds some more color and depth. But they are delicious on their own, just a little bit harder to find. But... If your ham is on the sweeter side, so something something like a honey-baked or glazed ham, then we want to look for probably more along the lines of a white wine. There are some reds that we can talk about too that will pair well with them. Um, it's just going to be a little bit harder because you're definitely going to have more of that sweet, salty characteristic to them. Okay, so we could go for a Riesling, either dry or sweet, both would work, new world or old world both would work. doesn't really matter. Um, if we want to stay with the dryer, a Chenin Blanc. Um, Chenin Blanc is spelled C-H-E-I-N, C-H-E, sorry, C-H-E-N-I-N, and then Blanc, B-L-A-N-C. Um, something a little, little sweeter, you could go with a Moscato. Um, probably not something like the Barefoot Moscato, because that's really sweet, but a nice, like, traditional Italian Moscato, or Italian style one is delicious. Or Vincento. If we want to stick to reds, we could go for an Australian Shiraz, um, which are spicy and a little bolder. South African Pinotage, which I think is definitely an underrated grape and is fantastic with lots and lots of food. Uh, or American Petit Syrah, um, which is spelled P-E-T-I-T, space S-I-S-I-R-A-H or even a Gamay Noir. Um, Gamay would be or a Beaujolais would be a little bit of an outside curveball with these guys but it could work. Now with either style of ham so whether you're smoking savory or sweet and salty pairing either style with sparkling wine whether that's champagne Prosecco, Cava, or New World Sparkling works well because bubbles and sweet and or salty foods go so well together. They balance each other off. They're a great pairing. It's a fantastic way to go. Dry, medium-bodied rosés are also great with all kinds of hams because they straddle the line between fruity and dry, sweet and acidic, and Let's face it, they're a little bit festive, so that's always a good thing, too. Now, if you're more inclined to have lamb for your Easter dinner, then you are likely sticking to more red wines versus white, though there are some great white wine selections we can make as well. Starting off, we have Pinot Noirs. Yep, Pinot Noir again, both old and new world because of their lighter texture and body. There's Tempranillo, especially Rioja Reserva. So if you pick up a bottle and it says Rioja, R-I-O-J-A, Reserva, uh, it's going to be a great match. Grenache-based ones again, especially from the Chateau Neuf de Pop uh, region, subregion of the Rhone. Uh, so that's 
Chateauneuf, um, C-H-A-T-E-A-U-N-E-U-F, space D-U, space P-A-P-E, which basically means the Pope's New Castle, which is a whole show in and of itself. And there's also San Giovese, um, which works really well with So these all have a lighter tannin structure and are a little bit more velvety and they're lovely with our lamb. Yes, these are some of the same ones that you would pick for ham. Um, It's all about the body. So if you're going to a potluck and like me, you're in charge of bringing drinks, a nice Grenache-based blend would be a nice safe bet against the complete unknown of... uh, the potluck entree and potluck selection. Two personal favorites for pairing with lamb would be Malbec and Syrah or Shiraz. They both work. Um, just know that Shiraz typically has more of a black pepper note. It's a little bolder and Syrah is a little more understated. They are the same grape. It's because of their growing that they are different. They taste different. Um, now both of these wines, both Malbec and Syrah Shiraz, are a little bit bigger in body, but they aren't as big as a cab, plus they have some cool spice and fruit notes as well, which helps us a little bit. Other recommendations um, that people go with are Petit Syrah, same as the ham, Toriga Nationale, T-O-U-R-I-G-A-N-A-C-I-O-N-A-L, um, which is, I believe, Portuguese, but it might be Spanish. And Petit Verdo. P-E-T-I-T-V-E-R-D-O-T. Now, these can be hard to find as standalone or single varietal wines. Um, Tariga Nacional is a little bit easier, but it's not exported in huge amounts, so it can be a little bit harder to find that way. Um, so while these are great pairings with the wines... Getting your hands on them might be a little bit difficult. Um, And as with ham, rosés make a great choice as well because, again, you're straddling that line of fruity, dry, sweet, and acidic, and it kind of matches with both. Now, if you really want to try a white wine with your lamb, you could go with either a Gewürztraminer. You ready to spell this one? G E W. U with an umlaut, that's the two dots on top. R-Z-T-R-A-M-I-N-E-R, Gewürztraminer. Don't try and say it any other way. Gewürztraminer. Uh, so it's a German white that is inherently a little bit spicy. Um, Gewürz literally means spicy. Um, and it can play well. It usually has a fair bit of acidity to it as well. So it plays well with the lamb that way. And some people do suggest a California Chardonnay, which for me is a little hard to imagine since lamb can be a little greasy naturally and something that full-bodied might bog down your taste buds. It might just taste really heavy on your palate, um, which just personally is not very appealing. Now, you're probably thinking, what about all the veggie eaters, Allie? What are they going to do? Well, my friends... They have the world at their feet, or served on a silver platter, so to speak. Um, they really do have a ton of choices. Everything from Riesling and Sauvignon Blanc to Pinot Noir and Merlot. 
There's a ton of styles based on what you're eating. Serving up some sort of mushroom-based delight? Try a Pinot Noir, a Syrah, a Merlot, a Grenache-based red, a Malbec, or even a big pulled Zinfandel. Really, when it comes to mushroom-based dishes, there are so many choices. Now, if cauliflower is more your style, then you definitely want to pick a bit more of a white um, cauliflower, not really lending itself great to reds. So we have something like Chenin Blanc, Gewürztraminer, a white wine from the Rhone Valley. Um, the base of these wines are Marsan Roussan, which is spelled M-A-R-S-A-N-N-E hyphen R-O-U-S-S-A-N-E. Um, if you want to try and find something similar from outside France, but uh, that would be a little bit more difficult. Um, those grapes don't grow super large numbers outside of France, so definitely stick with just like finding a Rhone Valley white. They're usually pretty easy to find. Sauvignon Blanc, again. Uh, Semillon, which is S-E-M-I-L-L-I-O-N. And by their inclusion on this list, we could look for a white Bordeaux. I know those are super rare to find. Um, our liquor commission carries precisely one white Bordeaux, maybe two, that aren't sweet white Bordeaux. A non-oaky Chardonnay or even a Chablis would also be a great match for cauliflower dishes. Um, so there you're definitely going to depend if you're serving mushrooms or cauliflower, spinach, what really depends um, rosés would also be good with mushroom dishes so your role is kind of your oyster and it definitely depends on what you're serving them okay but let's say you can only bring a couple or a few wines from this giant list that I've just provided you with to a party or a dinner what are you going to pick and let's suppose that we don't know what's being served or who enjoys what where you're going. So my number one that I'm going to say is dry rosé. You really can't go wrong with this one. They usually have enough acid and body structure to stand up to any lighter meats, but they're also light enough to pair with salad or cauliflower or mushroom dishes. They're not going to overwhelm anything. Plus, they're usually light, bright pink or light pink, which makes them super festive and everybody's going to think you're super cool that way. So that would probably be my number one. Number two choice, probably a Rhone Valley Red for the same reasons. They have fruit-forward notes. They're medium-bodied. They have medium acidity levels. They aren't super heavy or super bold. So they pair all with everything. They're not going to be super offensive to anybody. So that's a good way to go. And they're pretty good value. Um, Chateau Neuf de Pop can be a little bit more pricey, but just a regular Roan Red here ranges between, I want to say, $20 and $30. So it's pretty, pretty decent price-wise. All right, number three. As much as it pains me, my third bottle would be a New World Pinot Noir. From somewhere like New Zealand, Oregon, or somewhere here in Canada... Again, these have probably a little bit more acid structure, but they're delicate enough to pair with any Easter dinner choice. 
And of course, I will always, always, always recommend you start your meal or have it with your main course. It would be some bubbles. You really can't go wrong with them. Plus, if you find lamb tends to be a little greasy, then the bubbles will help cut through that. So with that, guys, we will wrap up another episode. If you want to let me know what you had for your Easter dinner, you can hop over to the website drinkswithally.com and leave a comment on podcast number 42's page. If you want to leave me a question, comment, or a show topic idea, you can do that through the website as well on the contact me form. Or you can send me an email directly to drinkswithally at gmail.com. If you want to meet up on social media, I'm on all of them. It is at Drinks with Allie on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, MeWe, Pinterest, and Spotify. Though somebody keeps adding songs to my Spotify playlist, which I'm really not cool with. But with that, guys, fill your glass with something tasty this weekend. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>